My name is Emily Hines, and I attend Houston City Council meetings and take notes. Presented to you here in podcast form, but they are also in slide form on my Instagram if you prefer reading. That handle is at Emily's, and we will include it in the links with this episode. Today's notes are from the council meeting on September 14th, 2022. First, I will go over the mayor's report. Mayor Turner addressed the false report of a shooting at Heights High School on Tuesday, prompting a lockdown of the school and full-scale response from the police department, the fire department, and HISD. Mayor Turner empathized with parents and said he couldn't imagine what they felt. He praised first responders for their quick action. They were in the school mere minutes after receiving the call, including executive and command-level staff like Chief Finner. Turner gave credit to all at HISD for their response and said that even though it turned out to be a prank call, the trauma of the experience will not go away. Councilmember Kamen said the response from HIST and first responders was extraordinary and advocated for trauma counselors to be made available at Heights High School ASAP. Mayor Turner encouraged anyone with information on the person who made the false report to call HPD or Crime Stoppers. Mayor Turner attended a ceremony at the White House this week to celebrate federal infrastructure funding via the Inflation Reduction Act and the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law. Funding has already been secured for the Houston airport system and a telephone road revitalization project. The mayor also plugged two conferences next week, the National Nonpartisan Conversation on Voting Rights and the African Energy Summit. Next up, selected agenda items. Agenda items one and two created the first ever Houston Music Advisory Board. The board will be responsible for advising and making recommendations to the mayor, council, and the mayor's office of cultural affairs to address any issues, opportunities, and or challenges to advance the local music community and provide recommendations for improvement. I recognized a few of these names and faces, which is always a treat. Big thanks to all of the people who give their time to work like this. Agenda item eight approved spending $2.1 million on 42 electrical trucks for public works. Agenda item nine approved spending $10.4 million on 21 hybrid cars and 204 gas-powered cars for the police department and the airport systems. Agenda item 10 approved $313,000 on equipment for the Houston Health Department to perform sequence analysis on all positive SARS-CoV-2 samples. This testing will be continual and ongoing due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The words continual and ongoing are key here and a good reminder of how we should regard this pandemic. Please govern yourselves accordingly. Agenda item 17 approved $2 million to extend the lease on space used for COVID-19 response staff, including call center staff, contact tracers, mobile vaccination teams, COVID testing on site, and COVID vaccination staff. Next, I want to go over agenda item 32 in some detail. It deals with adjusting the city's property tax rate because of the revenue cap. Agenda item 32 set a public hearing for September 28th at 9 a.m. for a new lower property tax rate in Houston. The state imposes a property tax revenue cap on all municipalities. And in 2015, Houston voters imposed an even more restrictive revenue cap. So when the county adjusts property tax values, Houston must also adjust our property tax rates to comply. There is so much more about the revenue cap that I don't understand or have time to go into, but I cannot recommend diving into it more. It affects our local budget so much. Mayor Turner used this opportunity to advocate against revenue caps, saying that this adjustment will cost Houston $332 million in 2023. He said that since the Houston revenue cap was enacted in 2015, Houston has lost out on $1.49 billion. 
Turner emphasized how expensive it is to run a city, specifically naming police and solid waste, all exacerbated by labor shortages. He said these limitations will keep hurting us in the future. Councilmember Knox argued that property values are going up. So even though Houston must lower its property tax rate, we still expect to collect $27 million more in property taxes next year. Turner was like, sure, but we could be collecting so much more. Knox also pointed out that sales tax revenue is not capped. What point he was trying to make, I am not sure. Mayor Turner wishes the state would cap property tax appraisals rather than impose revenue caps on municipalities, but said they have never done that. He said that state officials talk about supporting law enforcement, but have never actually sent any funding, and instead impose revenue caps on cities who are struggling to balance budgets. This is a quote, they want us to struggle, but they're not struggling. They're sitting on a $27 billion fund balance. Their coffers overflow, end quote. Councilmember Kamen argued the revenue cap doesn't actually save property owners substantial money, but the cost to the city is great. Moving on to agenda item 34, a navigation center for unhoused people in District B. Agenda item 34 approved spending $1.9 million on a housing navigation center for the homeless on Jensen Drive in District B. This item was tagged last week by Councilmembers Jackson, Plummer, and Alcorn. Today it passed, with just Councilmember Plummer voting no. This will be the second homeless navigation center the city has set up. The first was in District A. These centers provide temporary housing and support services for 60 to 90 days as people wait for permanent housing. According to discussion today, community members near the location were resistant and mistrustful that the city would actually provide the support needed. They are concerned about the impact a shelter for the homeless will have on their own underserved community. There were also concerns that the advisory board would not be inclusive. Mayor Turner made many soothing promises and said if this navigation center is causing problems after one year of operation, he will close it down himself. This is a sensitive issue, and he appreciates all dialogue and concerns, but emphasized the need to prioritize housing people who are currently unhoused. I skipped Councilmember Popoff today, which makes for a short episode. So that's it for this one. Thank you so much to everyone who supports this project in any way. And if you want to do so financially, the Patreon is patreon.com slash emilytakesnotes. You can find resources for this episode, including where to watch city council meetings and how to find your city council member in the show notes. This podcast has music from Joe Wozni. It was produced by Connor Clifton. And that's it for this week. My name is Emily Hines, and I thank you for listening. 